and welcome to another episode of the Global Storytime Podcast, where every two weeks I bring you a folktale from a different country or culture so that we can get to know it better. I'm your host and storyteller, Diane Strand. This week, we're going to the American South, specifically South Carolina and Georgia. The day this episode is released is February 28th, which is the last day of Black History Month in the United States. And in my never-ending search for stories to tell on this podcast, I came across an anthology of African-American folktales, and so I thought I would share one of the stories with you. The story I'm bringing you this week, The Lion in the Well, is one of the many Br'er Rabbit stories that were recorded in the South in the 1800s. Br'er Rabbit is a trickster who can be short-tempered and pretty selfish, but nevertheless is an entertaining protagonist. The stories of Br'er Rabbit were brought over by enslaved people from West and Central Africa who would mix their regional folktales together to create new ones. For example, sometimes Anansi the Spider stories from Ghana, like the one I told in episode 2, will be retold as Br'er Rabbit stories, where the basic narrative of the story is the same, but the main character and some small details will be changed. Many cultures had stories about trickster rabbits, and so Br'er Rabbit became a central character in a lot of these new stories. And it wasn't only folktales that were mixed and reimagined as people from different parts of Africa were forced to live and work together, but languages, music, and food too, until a whole new culture emerged. And that is what I talk about in this episode's companion episode, let's learn about the Gullah Geechee culture. So if you've never heard the words Gullah Geechee before and slash or your interest is piqued, then make sure you give it a listen. The one thing I want to clarify before we get started is the word brer. It's spelled B-R apostrophe E-R and it means brother. So brer rabbit is really brother rabbit. And the word brer came from that mixing of English with African languages. Okay, let's get into this story. Find a comfortable spot, grab a cup of tea or a stuffy or a blanket, and get ready for our journey. Are you ready? Let's go. The Lion and the Well. This is a story about how it came to be that Br'er Rabbit became a hero and free from doing any work for the rest of his life. Br'er Rabbit lived in a small and peaceful village. He and his neighbors, like Br'er Fox and Br'er Turtle, had small farms with fields of crops and sheep and pigs. They were all neighborly, looking out for one another and enjoying the community that they've built. That is until... Br'er Lion moved in. Br'er Lion liked to call himself the king of the woods, but he acted like he was king of the village. He was ferocious and always hungry. He began to wreak havoc on the village, eating his neighbors' sheep and pigs, and destroying barns and fences in the process. Something had to be done. The folks all got together and held a meeting with lots of arguments, first this way and then that until they decided that they would have to tell Br'er Lion that they just couldn't stand it any longer. Because if he kept it up, the whole village would be destroyed. They said that they would agree to feed him because it just wasn't right to starve anyone. But if they did feed him, he would have to agree to stay in his house and behave himself. 
Briar Fox jumped up and said, Well, gentlemen, we have gotten this part of the matter settled. Now the next thing is, who is going to bring the news to Briar Lion? That started another argument because they knew that Briar Lion was a bad lion to fool with, and they were all scared. Briar Bear said that he wouldn't mind going over to the lion's house and telling him what the folks had to say, but he was already behind in his corn planting, and he just didn't have the time. Briar Fox said that he would go, but he had to dig a well for his livestock, so he couldn't go. They all gave one kind of excuse. And then Briar Goose said that he had to mow his lawn. Briar Turkey said that his wife was laid up with a terrible backache. And he had to get home right away to tend to their children. And Briar Pig said that he would go, but he had to tend to his garden before it rained. It looks like they all had some important business to attend to. And none of them could bring the news to Briar Lion. Then Briar Rabbit jumped up, popped his heels together, and said, By golly, folks, if you're all scared of him, I'm not. He continued shaking his head from side to side. Folks, Briar Lion is just an animal, and he isn't anything different than anyone else. I don't care if you're scared of him, I'm not, and I'll take the news to him myself. The folks all said, Briar Rabbit, you know you have more sense than that. Briar Lion is two, three times bigger than you are. He'll eat you up without even knowing he's had a mouthful. Aren't you scared? Briar Rabbit scoffed. Scared? Me? I thought you already knew that I'm not scared of anything or anyone. And just to prove it to you, I'm going down there to tell that old mangy-hided burr lion just exactly what we're going to do for him. And if he doesn't like it, he can lump it. Just wait here for me, folks, and I'll show you. And with that, Brer Rabbit tucked his pants down into his boots, pulled his white hat to one side of his head, and sauntered down the road, as if he was going to a picnic. He walked tall and proud with his head held high and his shoulders back. At least he did as long as people could see him. But when he turned the corner, he started to walk differently. He was scared and his knees were shaking. He arrived at the lion's house and crept up to the door and knocked on it lightly. Mr. Mr. Lion? His voice was so weak and trembly, he could hardly hear it himself. But the lion heard it. He threw the door open and hollered out loud, Who are you? And what do you want? Br'er Rabbit was shaking. It's, it's just me, Br'er Rabbit, Mr. Lion. We, we, we all had a meeting, he started. And they sent me down here to tell you that they've decided, decided that you're the big boss of the whole world. And it isn't right for you to have to go and get your own food. And so they told me to tell you that if you stay in your house all the time and won't go out foraging... They will send you something to eat right here. And that, that's just what they told me to tell you, Mr. Lion. Well, I have to have fresh meat three times a day, the lion hollered at him. If they will do that, I will stay in that house. But if they don't, I'm going to destroy everybody. Br'er Rabbit said, yes, sir, yes, sir, Mr. Lion, yes, sir. They will do that for you, for sure. They are going to feed you. Good, too, because I'm going to see to that myself. With that, Br'er Rabbit took down the road lickety-split. As soon as he was out of sight of the lion's house, he stopped and sighed with relief. Woo. He started back to where the folks were waiting for him. When they saw Br'er Rabbit coming, they all ran out to meet him. Did you see him? They asked him. Did you see Mr. Lion? What did he say? Then Br'er Rabbit puffed himself up and said, Have I seen him? Well, I went down there to see him, didn't I? Of course I've seen him. Then the folks all said, Oh, 
Br'er Rabbit, you did? What did you tell him? Were you scared? When they asked him that, Br'er Rabbit snatched his cap off the side of his head and threw it down on the ground and stomped on it. Scared, he said. What kind of foolishness are you talking about? Why, folks, he said, shaking his fist in the air. I am a rabbit. A rabbit. I tell you, I'm not scared of nothing or nobody. And that means Br'er Lion and all the rest of them. Then the folks begged Br'er Rabbit to tell them all about what happened. Well, said Br'er Rabbit, when I went down to Br'er Lion's house, I knocked on the door. And when he opened it, I went in and sat down by the fire. I told him that we had a meeting and decided that he was raising too much disturbance in our neighborhood. And I told him that we decided he'd have to stay in his house and behave himself, or else we'd run him out of town. Then I told him that we didn't want to see him suffer or starve, so we would feed him. But he'd have to take what we wanted to give him and be satisfied with it. They all sat and stared, amazed at Br'er Rabbit's courage. You are so brave, Br'er Rabbit! I'm just a rabbit, folks said Br'er Rabbit, and then he picked up his cap and set it back on the side of his head and continued. That lion roared and stomped when I told him the news, but that didn't scare me, and when he saw that I meant business, he said he would just do whatever the folks want him to do. With that figured out, the folks then tried to decide who would be the first one to go and feed Mr. Lion. Everyone pointed to someone else. You go first. No, no, you go first and they were stuck arguing and quarreling until Br'er Rabbit suggested, Hey, I know. Let's draw straws. The one who gets the short straw feeds the lion. Everyone agreed to it, and Br'er Rabbit held the straws. Br'er Goose ended up drawing the short one, and as soon as he realized it, he began to shiver and shake his wings. But he had made a promise, and he always honored his promises. And so he went back to the house, grabbed one of his sheep, and went to Br'er Lion's house. Br'er Lion ate the sheep, and he ate Br'er Goose too. At the next feeding, Br'er Rabbit held the straws again, and this time Br'er Pig drew the short straw. When he saw that he was next, he started crying and hollering, but Br'er Rabbit reminded him what he had agreed to. So Br'er Pig took a sheep over to Br'er Lion's house, and just like before, Br'er Lion ate them both. Br'er Fox and Br'er Alligator were soon figuring out that as long as Br'er Rabbit held the straws, he was going to make sure that he did not draw the short straw. So the next feeding time, they arranged it so that Br'er Fox would hold the straws. And sure enough, this time, Br'er Rabbit drew the short one. When he saw that he drew the short straw, he said to himself, Oh man, I'm in trouble now. Then he said out loud, It looks like my time has come. We've had a lot of fun together, but that's behind us now. And now I must go and feed that old lion's belly. I've been a good friend to all of you, and a good neighbor too. I want you to pray for me, and I hope to see you on the other side. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, everybody, said Br'er Rabbit. And then he started walking off down the road, slow and mournful. He was walking along very, very slowly. And then he decided that even if Mr. Old Lion had to wait for his dinner, Br'er Rabbit was going to go back to his house and look over his garden and crops one last time. When he got there, he walked around his property, looked at his garden, and decided to get a drink of water before heading to the lion's house. He went over to the well, and when he looked in, he saw his own face shining up at him from the bottom, and it gave him an idea. He slapped his leg with his hand, and slammed the cover of the well shut. Then he headed out through the woods 
toward the lion's house. When he got there, it was way after lunchtime. He knocked on the door and said in a trembling voice, Um, um, Mr. Lion, here's your dinner. The lion threw open the door and he roared out, Well, it's mighty little dinner you brought me, and you're late. Br'er Lion pulled out his big gold watch and looked at it, and he showed Br'er Rabbit his big teeth. Yes, sir, Mr. Lion, I'm I'm so sorry. I just couldn't get here any sooner. I know you're real hungry, and I know where there's a big heap of good fresh meat saved for you. I'll show it to you, if you'll come with me. Where is this meat? The old lion asked him. Oh, oh, it's not far, Mr. Lion, said Br'er Rabbit. It's just a little way over towards my house where I have it stored for you. Well, it better be enough, said the old lion. And with that, he and Br'er Rabbit ran through the woods to Br'er Rabbit's house. Br'er Rabbit opened the well, looked in, and fell back. Oh my goodness, there's someone already down there eating your meat right now! When he heard this, the old lion shoved Br'er Rabbit aside and looked down at himself. Now Br'er Lion might be scary, but he's not too clever. He thought that there was another lion looking up at him. He hollered, Who are you? And the voice came echoing back up out of the well. Who are you? Br'er Lion began to get mad, and he hollered down the well again. Who are you, I say? And the voice came back up out of the well. Who are you, I say? Br'er Rabbit nudged the old lion in the side and said, You heard him, didn't you? He's mocking you. Do you like that? Are you going to take that from him? The old lion looked into the well again and hollered, Ah! And the voice that came back from the well said, Then the lion said, Stand back, Br'er Rabbit. He's my meat. And the lion jumped in. As soon as Br'er Rabbit heard the lion hit the water, he slammed the cover of the well shut. Then he pulled his cap to one side of his head and sauntered on down the road. The folks were all debating on who was to feed the lion next. When they saw Br'er Rabbit coming, they thought he was a ghost and they started to run until he stopped them. Then they all began to ask why he wasn't eaten. How did he escape? What? Eat me up, said Br'er Rabbit. No, I wasn't aiming to be eaten by that lion. But what did he say, Br'er Rabbit? And what did he do? Everyone was scared that the lion was going to start destroying the town again. But Br'er Rabbit laughed and laughed hard. He said, You guys don't need to be scared of anything as long as you have me with you. I took care of the situation. When he tried to get rough with me, I wrestled him to the ground and I threw him in my well and closed the lid. The folks wouldn't believe him until Br'er Rabbit took them all over to his house, lifted the cover of the well, and showed them the lion at the bottom. They were so happy and relieved that they all said, Br'er Rabbit, you are so smart and so brave. You should be king of the village. From that day on, everyone in the community tended to Br'er Rabbit's crops and animals, and he never had to work again. The end. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed The Lion in the Well. What did you think of Br'er Rabbit? He saves the day, but I wouldn't call him a hero, or really even think that he's that great of a guy. He's one of those characters that you don't really want to root for because he's only interested in saving himself, but you do want him to succeed in helping his friends. 
If you want to learn more about the Gullah Geechee culture that helped bring African folktales to America, make sure you listen to this week's companion episode. It's episode 12b, Let's Learn About the Gullah Geechee. And I share more about their history, language, and food culture. You can also follow the pod on Facebook or Instagram at Global Storytime Podcast, where I post maps, photos, and book recommendations for each country or culture that I feature. You can always email me at globalstorytimepodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a few seconds, please rate or review the show on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we're going to Ireland. I've been your host and storyteller, Diane Strand. Until next time, bye. Thank you.